Hey guys, welcome back to Bringing Baggage. I'm Jazz. Today is season two episode. That's a great question. I think it's episode seven. Um, today we're gonna be talking about just like being in an in-between phase. Um, that's where I'm at with life right now and it's really overwhelming and it's giving me a bunch of anxiety. So I figured I would just come on here and share what's happening with me and maybe some of you guys will relate and maybe some of you guys won't, but I guess we'll see as we get into today's episode. Um, you only have me today, no Diana. Um, I started this podcast by myself and Diana was nice enough to come on and do episodes with me, but it's going to be just me moving forward and then she'll probably come on and do some special episodes with me as time moves on. So there's that. Nothing happened between me and her. We're still good friends. It's just I'm moving to New York and I want to start doing the podcast um, like video style also and it's really hard to do that when we both live in different states So I'll just get into some life updates. I literally just got back from New York last night um, I went there kind of on a whim Just because I was having a bunch of anxiety trying to figure out if I actually wanted to live there or not And I was getting kind of unsure of myself So I wanted to go just for a quick trip to make sure it's actually what I wanted to do And after visiting again, I realized that I do actually want to live there. I was just having kind of a panic attack moment because I think I just have so much stuff to do before I move that it's giving me so much anxiety. I can't actually think about how it's going to be once I get there. So I can't like think in the like the future. I just think the present tense and present tense. It just stresses me out. So I'm excited to move now. I had a good trip. I um, got to see my friend Maddie just moved there like two weeks ago. I know her from Arizona. She actually went to college with one of my friends from high school. So that's how I met her and we hung out the whole time and had a great time and she doesn't really know anyone else there either. So I think we'll be like get even closer as I move there also. So really excited for that. Had a good time, was really stressed out like my first day that I got there because I was still feeling the anxiety of do I want to live here? Do I not want to live here? And it also stressed me out because I already told everybody that I am moving there like on TikTok and stuff. So I didn't want to deal with having to answer all those questions if I didn't move there. But I also didn't want to move there just because I already said that I was. So that was really stressful for me, but I figured it out. I do want to live there. I'm really excited to live there. I just need to actually get there because right now I'm just stuck between like I'm which is what this episode is going to be on today is being in an in-between phase like right now I'm in between jobs I'm in between housing like for moving and stuff so it's just very a very stressful time filled with anxiety like these past two months I've just had a pit in my stomach of anxiety because I'm so unsettled and I hate feeling unsettled and that's the only like thing I've felt <laughs> like the past few months so I'm very much looking forward to getting there and getting settled in and not being stressed out anymore. But um, my trip was good. I know I keep saying that, but I'm trying to think of like what I did <laughs> while I was there. Um, I hung out with Maddie. It was like rainy weather most of the time when I was there, but it didn't rain too bad. There was like a hurricane on Sunday and I was supposed to leave on Sunday at 8 p.m. But I was laying in bed on Saturday and it was like raining and my TV and my hotel kept going out. And it's not like I was like in a bad hotel. I was in a four-star hotel, but... Because of the weather, the TV kept going out and it made me super paranoid. So I went on to try to switch to try to I went on like the website to try to change my flight to leave earlier because of the hurricane. And I couldn't. Cause like the airline that I was flying didn't have any earlier flights. They were all full. So I literally bought a brand bought a brand new ticket to leave earlier in the morning. And I'm glad I did because the flight that I was supposed to end up taking, like that nighttime flight, 
um, ended up getting delayed four times and not leaving until like three hours after it was supposed to leave. So very grateful that I changed and my anxiety would have been so bad had I been in that airport trying to like wait for my flight as it was getting delayed four or five times. And I keep huffing and puffing while I'm recording this podcast. My asthma has been so bad lately, so I apologize. If I take a lot of deep breaths, it's just because I genuinely can't breathe. <laughs> um, my asthma is just so bad and I need to go to the doctor and like get it, probably get on a new medicine or something like that. But if you listen to last week's episode, I don't start my new job until eight days from today and I don't get on my new insurance until then. So I can't necessarily go to the doctor without spending a shit ton of money, which I just simply won't do. So you get to deal with me just breathing really, really heavily. But anyways, um, I'll get into what I'm watching and where I'm at. I am rewatching White Collar when I was in New York. I don't even, I was logged onto Hulu and it popped up and I watched this show like five years ago, but I haven't seen it in forever and I low-key like forgot what happens and I forgot about like, all the cases that go on and like the details of them. So I'm like, I'll just try rewatching this show. I ended up watching like eight episodes that night. I was up so late and then I downloaded like six of them for the airport and the plane and I watched them in the airport like at breakfast. I was like an iPad kid when I was eating my breakfast um, at the airport, I was eating steel co- steel cut oatmeal, which people always judge me for, but it tastes so good. It's like the oatmeal that you get in hotels when it's like the comp, like the um, what's it called, the continental breakfast. It's like that kind of oatmeal. I just think it's so good. But I had that, and I was like an iPad kid watching the show. I was literally so into it. Um, and then I watched it on the plane also, and I've been watching it for the past two days nonstop. I'm on season two, episode nine now, I think. So I'm enjoying myself very much. I'm also re-watching Modern Family as I was watching like the past couple weeks as well, but it's just like two different types of shows. Like Modern Family is obviously like a comedy feel-good show, and then I get a little like mystery detective work in my other show. So a good balance, I like to think. Um, I just thought of a story that I could share. Um, when I was in New York, I was having dinner with Jeremy and Maddie, and Maddie and me used to be really close when I was like probably 21, 22 and I'm 20, almost 25 now. So we haven't seen each other like, we saw each other like in March, but we don't, we hadn't seen each other like all the time, 24 seven in a very long time. And I was just like a different person back then. So it was just weird to like, for, well, so was she. And it was just weird for us to like interact differently. Like we're still good friends and we're close, but it just like, we were very different when we were 21 and 22 than we are at 24 now. Um, but she asked me, she's like, what's up with that guy? And it was a guy from Lily when I was 22 years old. I was like, I have not given him a thought. Like, I have no idea what he's up to. Like, he has not crossed my mind in, like, who knows how long. But she was like, you liked him so much. Like, it's probably the one person, like, I would say, like, I ever, like, wasn't, like, in love with. And it was just, like, so funny. And she's like, you should message him. And I'm, like, only one drink in. And, like, we don't even follow each other, me and this guy anymore. Because, like, we ended kind of badly. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'll do it. So I followed him. And he messaged me, and we've been messaging back and forth. Um, so maybe I'll see him. I told him he could visit. I, like, low-key asked him to visit after I had, like, my three or four drinks throughout the night. <laughs> um, so we'll see if that happens, but there's a dating life update for you. Not that I'm trying to date him or anything like that, but it's just it's just a story that I'm sharing with you guys because I share everything on this podcast. Um, what else? And that wasn't even related to what I was watching, but... Um, I guess I'll get into where I'm at now. I'm at like a seven simply just because I am so fucking anxious 
and I have been so anxious. I talk about this on every single podcast. I feel like the past like three or four weeks I've been talking about it and I feel like a broken record repeating myself, but it's genuinely how I feel. So I want to be transparent about that. Um, my anxiety is just like through the roof um, because I need to move and I don't think it will get better until I actually make the move. So I'm very much looking forward to making the move and being done with this pit in my stomach that I've just constantly had um, 24-7. And then I'm also anxious just because about selling all my stuff and um, the money that it's going to take me to move to New York. Um, and like I make money from content creation, which is like I was looking at it and it's become like a big part of my income. Like I'll be transparent and say I've made all, like almost $25,000 from doing content since I started doing it. Um, well, since I started monetizing it back in what was it? Probably like May. Um, so I like, I've made a good chunk of money there. So like, I feel like I have more money than I actually do. Well, I not necessarily, but basically like trying to apply for apartments and stuff. I can't prove that I make that money because I haven't gone through a tax year yet with making that money. So I can only use the money I'm making from my job. And I took a lower paying job so I would work less so I could work more on content. So it's going to be harder for me to find an apartment that I like because of that, which is also stressing me out. But enough about my stress. Um, I just feel like I need to like keep you guys posted about like where I'm at and like what I'm doing. But if you hate that, you know, let me know. But anyways, today's episode, like I said, is just about being in between things and like the troubles that come with it and like how to deal with it. I think any phase of life where you're transitioning or having a transition period makes it very difficult to feel settled. I think if you already struggle with anxiety like I do, for example, it's extra hard because like you're already anxious in the first place and then like the change and being in between the change makes you extra anxious. But just being unsettled just isn't a good feeling like at all. Like it's having one foot in, one foot out, moving towards something, but moving away from something and being stuck in the middle. It's just such a stressful thing to deal with. I think there's something really great about having time leading up to things, like whether it be a new job, a move, a new city, starting school, whatever it is, because you have that time to like get excited about it and think about all the possibilities that go with it. But there's also a negative side to it where you can think about all the possibilities that you have to go with it because you can like try to play things out in your head at least that's what that's what I do with most things before they happen is I play them out of my head and I go through all the different possibilities of different scenarios and that can be very fun to do but it also can be like kind of like a self-sabotaging thing because you get the bad side of things too and you can play out a scenario in your head and when it doesn't go the way that you want it to go it ends up bringing you more stress and causing you more anxiety and I think the older that you get, the harder it gets. Like when you had like your first day of school when you were in kindergarten, all you were thinking about was like meeting your friends and all the good things that came with it. You didn't think about all the bad things that could potentially happen or like having a bad day. You just thought about having a really good day in school. And I think is like, like with school specifically, like the older that you get every year for me, I got more and more anxious because there was more things to think about. And it was just more stressful and it became a thing that wasn't fun anymore. Like I didn't look forward to the first day of school. I actually dreaded it because of all the possibilities that I ran through in my head those coming weeks before school actually started. And I think it works the same way, just depending on what you're doing with your life. Like it goes like that same way in school. And then it goes that way with your job. And then as you start a new job, like every single job that I start, I get more anxious leading up to it. Like the first one I'm super excited for. And my second job, I was less excited about it. I was just more anxious and I played out all these different scenarios because the more you know, 
the more scenarios you can go through in your head. So I think like with school, you don't know any better when you're a little kid and the older you get, the more you know, because you've experienced more and those experiences lead you to more things to go through in your head, if that makes any sense at all. I'm kind of just rambling right now, but that's just like how I feel with what I'm going through right now. And if that's relatable to you, I'm sorry, because it's like the most stressful thing ever. And it's just, it takes away from the experience itself because you're playing out all those different scenarios in your head. The point that I'm trying to reach and like where I'm trying to grow is getting to the point where I just live for the experience itself and I don't think about it too much, which is obviously easier said than done. And I think the more things that you have to deal with, like whether it's anxiety or other people that are also involved in the situation or the scenario, it makes it more and more difficult. But I think when you can be present in whatever's happening and just like let it be whatever it is and just have it be, it is what it is and take that experience for, I don't know how to explain it, but I think when you can appreciate what's happening versus trying to make something happen a certain way because you expect it to be that way or it would be easier if it was that way it makes things easier I've found the best piece of advice that I was ever given was to learn to replace my expectations with appreciation and it's such a simple sentence but it's really changed how I do everything in life and how I've done everything in life moving forward after I really understood what that meant and I think a lot of things I used to do when I was younger where I was so focused on creating a certain outcome or doing certain things that would lead to a certain outcome that it would take away from my experience because I wouldn't be present in whatever was happening. So now I do my best, which I'm still working on constantly, just be present in that moment because when, then when you're present, you're not worried about what's going to happen or what you should be doing to make things turn out a certain way, which makes things a lot easier. Before I like got good at doing this, which I'm like I said, I'm still working on. I used to like plan everything to a T. But the problem with that was when it didn't go a certain way or didn't go the way that I expected it took away from that entire experience. I would freak out and have like a breakdown and I would do everything that I could to get things back on track. And it just ruined whatever was happening. I went to Disneyland with my family when I was like, this is probably when I was, I don't know, like I was like 20, like you're thinking I'm like a kid in this story, but I'm like 20 years old and I planned out the entire weekend and planned out like the certain room we were supposed to have at the hotel, um, like what our meals are, are, like every single thing was planned out to a T and I'm like, I brought my high school, well, my high school slash like after high school boyfriend with me and I like freaked out and like yelled at like the manager because we had the wrong room and like, but not because, like not because I'm a bitch, just because like I, I'm a planner and when things don't go the way that I expected them to go, it gives me so much anxiety and I ended up ruining like our entire day because me and my um, boyfriend fought because he was so mad at me for flipping out on the manager because like I can be a little bit crazy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like I'm kind of a Karen. It's actually kind of terrible. And he was like so mad at me and then I was mad at him for getting mad at me for that because like I wanted him to like want the room that I wanted, whatever, all that stuff. And it ruined our first day there. So it's much easier when you learn to replace your expectations with appreciation. So that's a big recommendation from me. But I think during transitional periods, it's just really important to be kind to yourself and try to relax as much as possible, even though it's easier than said than done. That's what's going to make it easier, easy is to get through the period and also just staying busy. I feel like the busier I am, the less stressed I am about the future and like the 
and being stuck in the actual transitional period itself, the busier I stay, the like less worried I am. And that also keeps me from like going down a spiral of planning things out of how I want them to go ideally in my head, which is super unrealistic. So if you're going through a transitional period right now, I'm rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. It sucks. <laughs> um, believe me, I get it. And hopefully it gets better. I think a lot of people are like going through a transitional period right now with school. And like, that's really hard. But, you know, it gets better. I think it's also easier to like get through it when you remember like a time where you were going through a transitional period and how hard it was. But like how you felt once it was actually done and trying to hold on to that feeling. But that is all I have to say about transitional periods, and I'll get into the advice section for their week. Um, One of the questions was advice for working remote and being productive and focused. I think that's something that I struggle with a lot and have struggled with my past two jobs because I've been remote for my past two jobs. And the easiest way for me to get through it, which I'm not saying it's going to work for everybody, but for me personally, is telling myself what's going to happen if I don't focus. Like if I don't get XYZ done, What's the outcome? Am I willing to let that outcome happen? Normally the outcome is me like getting fired and it's like, am I willing to let that happen? And the answer is probably no. So focusing on that feeling like helps me get my work done like in that moment. Um, but also just like having a routine and schedule and sticking to it and like scheduling breaks in the day for yourself to like go on TikTok for five minutes or to go to the bathroom or to take a walk or to make a snack or whatever it is when you schedule those things into your day it's easier to focus on what the task at hand because you know what's coming like when your next break is coming and like when that relaxing period is like you already have like you know you're gonna go on tiktok during your job like everybody does it so like i know that i'm gonna go on tiktok during my job so i'll like be like i'll work for 55 minutes and take a five minute break to get to the next 55 minutes to do that has made me like so much more productive so i'd recommend giving that a try um, advice on ghosting um, when you're the one that does the ghosting and when you get ghosted. Let's tackle one thing at a time. Um, we'll start with when you get ghosted. I used to have like a really hard time when that would happen to me because like you want to replay everything over in your head and like want to know like what you did wrong and you try to figure out what you did wrong and you try to go over all these things like where you could have been better. At least that's like what I do. And it kind of like drives me stir crazy because it's like, why was I so bad that you just didn't want to tell me? Like, what was so bad that you couldn't tell me what it was? That's how I think of ghosting in my head. But in reality, it's like, you think of something that you've ghosted, like, was it that bad and were you thinking about it? And like, did you continue to think about it, make a big deal about it? No, you, you just like simply didn't want that person. And like, it was nothing personal. That person just didn't mesh with you. So I think you can think about it the same way of like, when you do the ghosting, what's your reasoning? And is it ever really that bad? If it's not that ever that bad, then your reason for getting ghosted probably isn't that bad either. But at the same time, I think it's important to recognize that that it does suck when you get ghosted and like let yourself be sad about it because you don't want to invalidate your own feelings. But just know that it's probably not a personal thing. It's probably like a much bigger thing. Like that person is either dealing with something or like you're just not a good fit. And in reality, they did you a favor by they could have gone about it a different way. But would that have changed the outcome? No, like they still would have stopped talking to you. So it's like. They could have gone about it in a different way, but now at least you know. Like they could, I don't know. I I don't know if that makes sense. My advice on ghosting is basically, do you like being ghosted? Probably not. Would you rather have the person tell you straight up? Yep, probably. So if like if you ghost people, you will get ghosted. 
I think that if you put into the world that you don't ghost people, you have a less likely chance of ending up getting ghosted. And don't you always prefer to have like the truth told at you? Because I do personally. You may not, but personally, I'd rather have someone tell me like why they're not going to talk to me anymore than just not talk to me anymore. And I try to live by that as well. Last advice question is advice on approaching a cute guy. Before I get into that, let me just say thank you to all of you guys who have left ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, please do so. There's a thousand of you that listen to this a week, so there should be at least a thousand ratings and reviews in my opinion. And if you're not following the podcast Instagram, please, please, please go give it a follow. It's at Bringing Baggage Podcast on Instagram. Again, a thousand of you listen to this a week, so a thousand of you should be following it. I'm trying to grow this podcast so I can quit my job because I genuinely enjoy talking to you guys like this and all the other social media. So yeah, do that, please. So advice on approaching a cute boy. I have zero game, so (laughs) I don't really have much advice on approaching a cute guy. Like when I like a guy or like I want a guy to come talk to me, I just stare at them. Like I straight up just stare at them until until we make eye contact and until like we have a conversation. And like it always works for me. Like people always think it's so weird and creepy, but like it's always worked. And like if it keeps working, I'm just going to keep doing it. Because like when you stare at someone, like you like lock eyes with them and stare, they're going to say something back to you. Like normally they're always like, they just come and talk to me. I don't know. It works for me. And it works for a lot of people. So I don't know. Give that a try maybe or don't. I have no idea. But I think it works. Um, It hasn't done me wrong in the past. So fingers crossed it keeps working. But just like say hi. Like how would you feel as someone that was attractive that you thought was attractive came up to you and said hello? Like would you be upset or would you be happy? They're probably going to be happy too. Like what's the worst that they're going to say? Oh, I have a girlfriend? Or I have a boyfriend? Like, okay. Next. You probably never see them ever again in your entire life. So it's probably going to be okay. So that's my advice. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, Again, please go give a rating and review. Follow the podcast Instagram. And make sure when you follow the podcast Instagram, you look out for the stories every single Monday where I ask questions and I do this advice section as well. So thanks for listening. Have a great week. Love you, besties.